the backcountry roads of Vermont, 3 a.m. An exhausted man in a beat-up pickup truck is returning home from a surprisingly long day. He expected to be home many hours ago. The only thing keeping him up and awake is the coffee that he finished somewhere around 11. He drives his unsubtle vehicle across well-worn back roads that the man knows like the back of his hand, having driven them many times. So imagine his surprise when he takes a corner, one that he's taken a thousand times, and finds himself somewhere else. For a brief moment, he's driving through a landscape entirely unfamiliar to him. He has to jerk the wheel suddenly to compensate for the fact that there is no longer a road beneath his tires, and just as quickly jerk them again as he finds himself back in his little corner of reality, unsure what he had just witnessed. Was it a late night hallucination? Was he really just that tired? Or was it something else? Meanwhile, up on Mount Mansfield, a particularly adventurous late-night hiker navigates a trail that she has walked a thousand times. She knows her way back and forth between the nose and the chin, and could find her way there and back in the dark, as she does now, aided only by a small electric lamp. So imagine her surprise when she rounds a corner, a sharp turn on the trail, revealing a patch of snow-covered wood. The trees look nothing like the other trees around them, the ground frozen beneath her feet. It's a surprisingly warm night on this April 1st, so where did all this snow come from? There is a deep and disturbing sound from inside this patch of otherworldly wood, and she's smart enough to immediately turn and run. The commotion in the underbrush behind her fades into a distant memory as she treks down, down and down the trail, losing her lantern in her haste. Fortunately, guided by her instinct, she is able to leave whatever scene she found behind her as she runs off into the night. Sun rises on Burlington, Vermont, April 1st. No foolin', it's Sylvester's birthday today. And we're having a small little party at Sylvester's apartment. 
campus housing, if I'm not mistaken. You've got a little bit of space in there to invite your friends over. And we, we do see that we have Sly, of course, the gang, the rest of the gang is there. And some of their more magical acquaintances and friends have stopped by as well, including the wolf pack. Wesley, we can see, is, is there in a wheelchair, cast on his arm and his leg. He's, he's no longer required to stay in the hospital for observation, but he's doing regular physical therapy as his wounds heal. Phoebe is, of course, outside talking with someone as she feels a lot more comfortable out in the open air. Annie is there but won't stay for the whole time because it is getting within a week of the full moon, so she's not a total risk, but she's going to play it safe all nonetheless but she's going to be out and enjoy a birthday party. We also see uh, Cagney Moriarty, everyone's favorite empathic psych student, is hanging out on the lawn with Phoebe, talking about stuff. She's a fascinating one because, uh, well, she doesn't have human emotions per se, so Cagney gets a unique conversational opportunity. Who would be hanging out in the kitchen of Sylvester's place? Is that where the snacks are? I Okay, so Ro is in the kitchen. <laughs> that is where Ro is. I think Des is also in the kitchen. Perfect. In the sort of main hangout area uh, of your place, I guess, would be all the guys other than Phoebe and Cagney. So. The boys. Duh, <laughs> boys. Boys in the house. <laughs> Inside, uh, conversation is, you know, pleasant. It's nice. Uh, did anybody get anything for the good doctor for his birthday? I think that, uh, I think Des made the cake. She probably did. That tracks. <laughs> yeah, so she's kind of in the kitchen, like, protecting it, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Beautiful. Annie is uh, hopping back and forth in conversations between the main area, the outside, and the snack table, and she is looking, uh, you know, occasionally at that wonderful cake that you have brought there, Des, uh, <laughs> and you are guarding it from anyone who would be uh, trying to get at that too early. And everyone's just kind of catching up about uh, how things have shaken out over the past couple of weeks. At one point, Albion, Annie actually kind of pulls you aside away from the conversation when it seems that, you know, it, it's not that no one's talking about anything too serious. People are just kind of joking. And she asks if you would uh, just sort of talk to her off to the side for a moment. Albion pulls himself away from what I assume is an entire wall of classic video game consoles. <laughs> Probably. <Perhaps. laughs> And uh, in the present that he has in his hands is two things. One of them is an, um, an old SNK fighter that is hard to find. It's a physical copy of it. I don't know which one it would be. Uh, World Heroes. Yeah, it's World Heroes. And the other one is a copy of Street Fighter, the movie, the game. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, but yeah, Albion just kind of... It's like, all right, no, I'll be in next round. It's fine. No, but I, I'm getting tired of kicking y'all's asses. It's fine. Give me a sec. Hey, Andy, what's up? Hey, uh, I I just kind of wanted to clear the air, I guess, between us, because uh, I know that 
last time we talked, we didn't really leave things uh, super great. It was a very intense time, and I understand that. Yeah, well, well I don't want you to be nice to me, okay? I, I said some hurtful things that I really shouldn't have said, and they were unfair, okay? Well, I, I do appreciate you saying that. That uh does take a load off. Good, because... I mean, just because I shouldn't have said them doesn't mean I, I wasn't thinking it at the time. And look, it's, it's hard for me to trust people, you know? Oh, no, I get that. Trust me. Because when people... Uh, get I, to... I understand my phrase in there was ironic that you said you have a hard time trusting people. And I said, I understand. Trust me. But let's, let's move on. Yeah, we'll, we'll skip past that uh, particular conversational irony, I guess. Um, yeah, when people get too close to me, they, uh, they tend to end up getting hurt because, well, there's reasons that I'm sure you already know. Uh, part of why I'm not really going to stay here for too much longer, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I've, had, I've had too many people get close to me and end up, you know, so... So that I, that I do understand. Yeah. Um, it's very different circumstances, but it's a very, very similar experience I've had. So, yeah, you'll, uh, you'll forgive me if I've been kind of keeping you at arm's length, I guess. Yeah, no. I absolutely understand. And uh, I, I'm willing to let bygones be bygones if you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Good. Uh, this, yeah, this conversation's great. Uh, definitely gonna... Take take a load off my mind. It's gonna you know definitely make things uh, easier for everybody. Uh, so yeah, uh, listen, we there's not that many of us that are you know tight in this magical community around us. So um, I just want y'all to know that I'm I got your back. Okay. Hey. Uh, she looks like she is very awkward at this just vulnerable conversation that you two are having and finds herself an out of like, hey, uh, y we haven't chatted up Wes enough yet. I think if we can pull him away from Smash Bros, that uh, we could manage to get some conversation in the boy. Oh, he's he's absolutely, he, he can talk while he plays uh, a few rounds, trust me. Yeah, he can. <laughs> <laughs> you hear over uh, from that side of the room, uh, you do hear... Wes pipe up like, oh, you edgeguarding prick. Oh, that is it. I'm absolutely going to Kirby side you next round. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go talk to let's go. Let's go talk to him. OK, yeah, that sounds fine. Over in the kitchen, Des and Ro, what uh, what does that look like for you? You have you have most of the boys just kind of playing Smash and you've got Albion and Annie having a conversation to themselves. You've got Cagney outside with Phoebe. What, what What's it look like in the kitchen? Ro is sitting on the floor with a bowl of chips that she is definitely not sharing. Um, and next <laughs> to her is a bag with her gift for, for Mr. Sylvester in it. It is a big glass like candy jar that's like probably the size of her head. And inside of it is a skull of a human head and across it in poorly written sharpie is sly's enemies <laughs> and then she also has a <laughs> gift card to well yeah a gift card to the four corners taped to the the back of it 
that's her gift. <laughs> Wait, whose skull Beautiful. is it? Uh, it's it's all of your enemies, but it's one <laughs> skull, and oh. she does not disclose to anyone where she found this. <laughs> oh, it's a sentimental skull. Okay, <laughs> it's unclear if it's real. Also, the dish that Rose eating at Rose eating out of is uh, it says Rose Bowl. Yes. <laughs> Sly was prepared that for this story. And that is an amazing football pun you've made too Yes it is <laughs> I think that Desdemona is actually still trying to figure out a way to pipe um, onto the cake Happy birthday Dr. Sylvester Cooper Smith M fucking D And she's like how am I going to fit all of that onto the cake <laughs> My God! <laughs> is there is there any conversation happening as you two are just sort of hanging out there? Um, I think Ro keeps trying to shout out suggestions that are definitely not helpful. Like, <laughs> why don't you just type it? Wait, hold on. Um, I don't know. Happy birthday in Finnish. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think they're just kind of having a good time. And then Ro is gauging how Des is feeling. Because I would assume over the past couple weeks, things have been a little bit weird between everyone. Um, so she Ro actually has been introverting harder than usual. Yeah. So I think she's Ro's like putting on a face of like casual breeziness, but it's it's only a face. Okay. Yeah. So in like Rose, just kind of like every suggestion she makes, she like she's waiting for Des to be like, oh, also I'm really sad about stuff, so she can like. <laughs> be a good friend but she doesn't want to be the person to start that conversation <laughs> it's it's probably very awkward <laughs> yeah yes uh between crunching of chips <laughs> yeah perfect <laughs> over at the smash bros side of things you have wes who uh who uh after getting a ring out just kind of looks up like ah man i can't believe the the you are such a cheap such a cheap guy there, Sly. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I'm going to have to put a moratorium on King K rule for the next match or two, okay? That seems cruel and unusual. And it sounds like you're going to not get, uh, you're not going to get a present from me for that. What? Uh, ah, dude, <laughs> it's your birthday. Why would you, what, because why would I you don't, be giving me a present? Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, that tracks. I mean, anyway, I reach under the couch and give him the present. <laughs> Which Aww. is an Alice Cooper shirt. <laughs> oh my god! Aww! This is wonderful! I love I, Alice Cooper! Yeah, I remembered that somehow. Um, what I was gonna say is I, I was gonna wait till you got out of the hospital, but then I was like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm doing PT. I'm, I guess, you know, I'm out of the hospital, quote-unquote, but like... Right. I meant without quotes. Unquotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this, this shirt rules. Like... Ah, oh, this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Oh, man. And you know what? Just for that, uh, you can play whatever character you want. Uh, you know, fair enough. Fair's fair. All right. Uh, I should probably, uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to hand over my uh, my controller for a bit. Uh, just, uh, you know, just take it easy. Yeah. Uh, uh, John looks over like, yeah, man, take it easy. Like, you know. Don't want to work yourself up too much over Smash Bros. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, uh, hey, uh, hey, Albion. Yep. You don't mind wheeling me outside for a bit? Oh, no, not at all. Ah, excellent. Thank you. 
I'll uh, I'll even make the motorcycle noises uh, as we go if uh, you know, just for fun. That is not necessary. If you want to do that, do it because you want to. Oh, I want to. I'm having a good day today. You guys are great. <laughs> this is like the chillest and happiest you've seen Wesley possibly ever. It's because I'm the best. It's the painkillers, isn't it? Yeah, is he on drugs? Well, I mean, he, he was in the hospital and he is going through I physical mean, therapy. He might be on some yeah. kind of painkiller. <laughs> He's probably on something of some sort to, uh, you know, help him with... Uh, Helping with the pain of of the recovery, so yeah, he's just kind of having himself a fun time. Maybe a little morphine. <laughs> nah, morphine uh, made me feel like I was falling out of the chair that I have to sit in to go places, and I wasn't right. moving. You were yeah, mentioning that. I hated that. that. Gotcha. Yeah, that sucked. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know what? Yeah, fresh air. Let's go. Let's go, Albion. <laughs> So Albion starts wheeling him outside, uh, giving everyone an I don't know him look as he makes motorcycle noses, noises. Oh, man. Uh, we are not popping any wheelies. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. You're no fun. You know, uh, that's fair. I never did that when I was riding anyway. Never wanted to, to you know, crash the bike. That'd just be a lot of work. Anyway, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus Christ. So I John You said zoom. <laughs> yeah. Sly. Uh John just sort of sets the controller down for a bit and uh just sort of looks at you and is like, Yeah, you know, thanks for thanks for everything that you guys have done. Like, I know if you guys didn't show up in time, I Wesley wouldn't be uh, zooming around making motorcycle noises, Doc. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's no problem, man. I, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Like, it's, it is kind of... Look, I'm sorry. It's the New Yorker and me. We just don't make a big fucking deal about this shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that that's fair. But uh, you're in Vermont Still, now, you son of a bitch. You're so. right. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we we kind of we kind of like to take care of each other out here. So, uh, well, that's especially, nice. Especially especially werewolves that live on a on a farm, you know. So, uh, oh, hey, have you looked in your fridge uh, at all today? Uh, cuz man, I, I don't know. You might need to you might be thirsty now, doc. Maybe you want to get get a drink or something. <sighs> what did you put in there? <laughs> he says as he gets up and uh goes to check. <laughs> well, if you decide to look in there, you might see a couple dozen eggs freshly packaged straight from the farm. Oh, wow. Hey, protein is a good way to start your day. And, uh, you know, eggs is good. It, John, he, he gets it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, uh, some milk that we uh, in, in a glass bottle, too. Also useful. Thanks. Hey, it's uh, it's what we have, you know. So uh, uh we we really do appreciate things. Uh, all the stuff that you guys have put yourself out on the, you know. It, I, you know what? I'm bad at words. Let's let's get back <laughs> over here. Uh, kick <laughs> hey, my ass again. Why don't you? I'm gonna put my hand on your like, hey, it's all right, man. We're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Hey, Annie. Uh, get in here. You know. Uh, I you've you've played Smash Bros. I know you have. She's like. 
Uh, yeah. Have you seen my wolf? I will kick your ass. I know it's a stereotype, but. (laughs) (laughs) God. Everyone's a nerd. Nerd. (laughs) Outdoors, you have Phoebe and Cagney just sort of hanging out, uh, you know, indulging in a in a beverage, perhaps, and taking in the the decent weather. And uh, it's like, oh, hello, you two. Uh, haven't seen you in a little bit. Hey, Wes. Uh, really glad to see you're doing better. Yeah, man. Uh, good shit I'm on right now. Yeah, I can I can feel that. Uh, uh, act, I mean that. So, <laughs> I bet you can, dude. Enjoy the good vibes. Yeah. Hey there, Keg. Uh, so I'm sorry I haven't been super in touch lately. Uh, I me- you remember I mentioned to you how shit was going haywire a few weeks back. No, 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 no. I I I, I totally remember. I definitely remember uh, uh that. Um. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, you know. Y- the trust was a, a hard thing, and we were you were trying to keep the people you care about safe. Yeah, and I'm just I I'm sorry I'm back in touch. It's just we've been dealing with a lot of fallout since then. There's been a whole bunch of bullshit. This is pretty much the first day I've done anything resembling relaxing. Yeah, I can uh, I can I can tell. Um, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, yeah, I can't exactly turn it off. Sorry. It's actually been really kind of refreshing talking to Phoebe over here because I am not human. Yes. Well, yeah, it's an entirely different experience. And I thought you were just here for the scintillating conversation. But y- yes. Yeah. No, no, don't. OK. They realize that they can't dig themselves out with words, so they just kind of stop. Alvin's just got a pat Cagney's shoulder. That'll do, Cag. That'll do. <laughs> Uh, make me an alertness roll there, my dude. Your target is three. Okay. Uh, that is a big neutral, but my alertness is naturally three, so I, I hit. Okay. You go over and you pat Cagney's shoulder, uh, a little bit, and you can see that they kind of shrink a little. You, uh, you okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Albion just immediately removes the hand. Uh, make an empathy roll. Target three. Okay. Target three. That is a plus two. I don't have an empathy score. Um, uh, I'm going to use one of my fate points for this, I think. I am going to, uh, tag protective streak a mile long. Or invoke, rather. Yeah. Uh, you invoke that because you are concerned for your friend and ersatz therapist. And it looks like they're not shrinking out of physical fear. You don't feel that they're necessarily, like, wincing away from you in that way. Right. Um, Alvin's got to look at Phoebe and just be like, so, uh, how have you been handling all this? <sighs> I wish I had something to hunt, honestly. Well... I guess that's it. I've, I'm a bit restless. I mean, I am relieved that we're not dealing with, uh, the, the, the face, not the face, the, what, what were we calling that motherfucker? The douchebag. <laughs> I, I think you named him after that science fiction movie. The body snatcher, yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's not here. And I, like I said to Cag, I've been, uh, we've been out straight trying to hold down the fort. 
follow up on some leads, but uh, it's weird kind of just sitting still like this. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to it. Because before I was here, I would just... It, there was very little downtime other than to recover if I took a licking and then get back on the hunt. So, uh, it's I, I get it. To a degree. I've been trying to keep myself busy with tasks around the farm, but especially since Wesley over here, I have to pick up his slack through no fault of his own. Well, it's just not exactly been... I... Uh, it's, it's a bit boring. It's not that the work is bad. It's just that I know what I am, and I have to... I have to satisfy a part of myself that I just can't quite, can't quite do while I am carrying on these duties right now until Wesley is uh, healthy again. Does, are we very similar in this? Yeah, I think, I think we are in this respect. I've been trying to keep busy, but it's, it's just, it's not the same without knowing, you know, what I'm supposed to be aiming at, having a, a target, having a goal. Ah, uh, you and me, we may be more similar than you at first realized, I think. Yeah, I think maybe we are. We cut back inside, uh, and Bro, are you ever going to join them on, on Smashing Brothers, Smash Bros? She's hearing them get angry at each other, and she's inching towards the living room, but, like, keeping an eye on Dez to make sure she's not going to, like, freak out and smash the cake. <laughs> I am worried about my friend. Well, Annie takes your vacancy from over there as an excuse to go and start snacking. It's not exactly a big kitchen space, so uh, your you coming over here has sort of opened up the opportunity for her to move fully over there. Yes. And yeah, you can you can join the boys. I join the boys. <laughs> what is your what is your character of choice in Super Smash Pikachu. Brothers? Out of curiosity. Pikachu. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, Des. Yes. Annie has entered your kitchen space, and she is starting to sort of scavenge and pick at varying food items. Okay, and uh, I do have uh, just one question. Um, for uh, since it's been several weeks, uh, is Rowan still at Des's house? That oh. is a good question. <laughs> I would did, like to know the answer to that. <laughs> we forgot did you about all, the fish woman. What did you guys do about the Rowan situation? Uh, well, is she able to? Was she able to go home? Was the water clean enough for her to return home? If not, I have a solution. I would love to hear it. Oh boy, Rowan is at Ro's house because Ro had a bad dream one night and said, "Fuck this! I don't want to be alone." Um, so Rowan is hanging out in Rose bathroom. So she's not alone in a house full of ghosts, but alone <laughs> in a house full of cats. <laughs> I would also like to add that Albion has provided several Brita water filter jugs so that they could just <laughs> use those to fill it with cold water. Fair enough. Were any of you considering the order uh, that is tasked with sort of taking care of creatures stuck in our realm oh yeah the british guy do we like them i don't like them we don't like them i guess we could call him if rowan's cool with that yeah i just wanted to know where you were at on that front uh because 
Yeah, she's definitely not going to be hanging out in the lake, and she should probably return to the Never Never at some point. And it seems like uh, she hasn't yet. And, uh, Why not? <laughs> look, the care and upkeep of a Nixie is uh, it's taxing, and you know. Maybe. Well, that, that's that's why I want to know like what Des's state of mind is in regards to whether or not she's had the house guest for several weeks or not. It <laughs> sounds like no. Yeah, Sly doesn't have okay. a tub. He just has a shower stall, so he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, so Rowan is at Rose's <laughs> house. Even if he did have a tub, it'd still be no. <laughs> in her head, it's a sitcom called Rowan Rowan. A winter court <laughs> and a summer court? What are they gonna do? And she tries to make this joke every day and it does not go over. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> what is this? A crossover episode? Hey! <laughs> like that's been Rose's joke for weeks, and no one finds it funny but her. And sometimes she gets a pity laugh. <laughs> Sly gives her a pity laugh. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to act under the assumption that one of you maybe talked to uh, the Ordo representative that left his number and is trying to work out, like, getting Rowan off of your hands. But, Ro, you in the meantime are very much into having somebody around who, A, mm -hmm. uh, means you're not alone at your house, and B, does know and understand you on a certain level like you haven't had in your life for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's a weird friendship that Ro will push until the day she dies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, like yeah. she's she's pretty much been the only person in this group of of friends you've gathered, friends and otherwise, that has really understood your nature as a changeling and been sort of mm -hmm. helping you with that. So yeah, I love that she's staying with you right now. So, Des, mm -hmm. are you going to engage with Annie at all as she's just sort of wolfing down, pardon the pun, a variety of snacks? Ha, 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 Hopefully, uh, he'll be blowing out the candle soon and we can have cake then. Oh, thank God. I've, uh, you have no idea how hungry I am for just things right now. Things? Just the, any? Food. Just food stuff. Yep, well, um, still uh, plenty of snacks here, and uh, hopefully cake will be soon. Uh, what, uh, what kind of cake did you make, Des? Um, so it's actually uh, Sly's favorite, so it's chocolate cake with brownie batter mixed into it as well. Um, and then it's got some, uh, uh, raspberry filling in between the layers and then it's got like a chocolate ganache on top and then uh the frosting oh on the God. edges and the words is uh whatever his favorite color is what is sly's favorite color oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i ask the tough questions <laughs> yeah you really do god damn uh <laughs> the big character development questions on this show uh, well you can't have mine mine's orange uh it's my favorite too yeah uh, let's go with, yeah, let's go with blue. Okay. I yeah. now need a, a detailed three paragraph summary of why that's your favorite <laughs> color. You mean why it's Sly's favorite color? balls on his birthday. It's not his birthday. <laughs> it's his birthday. Yes. Don't make him think. Yeah, I would never so yeah. do that. Yeah, you yeah, bastard. So blue, blue lettering. <laughs> there you go. 
Yay. Annie uh, is just salivating. She's like, oh, that sounds incredible and rich and decadent. What? (laughs) Yeah. Do we need to get him in here right now? You gonna you gonna make it? Oh, I, I'll I'm fine. I'm just it's a compliment to you how good that looks. Okay. Oh, thank you. Uh, I um uh, I actually used to work in a a little bakery uh before school in in high school. Oh, uh, where was where was that? Need Bakery. Oh, over over in Winooski. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, that's that. You know what? And that makes sense. Um, hey, are you are you doing okay? Uh-uh. That's always a loaded question with me. So, you probably you probably don't you 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 don't want to you don't want to know about my silly life. You you want to enjoy the party. Des, you're 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 trying to pipe some icing on there and uh it's kind of hard to do that when you're suppressing like a little tremble. So like, are you okay? Ah, uh, there's a lot going on, and I'm, I'm procrastinating on something because I'm not sure if I want to actually find out what's, what, what, what might happen. But either way, I'm feeling rather terminal right now. So I just, can I just be here and, and just put a smile on? It's yeah, this, this, this yeah. day's not about me. Yeah. Hey, I get it. I, I get it. I have to, uh, I kind of have to pretend th- everything is fine for, fortunately, not a lot of people, because, you know, I, I'm on the farm a lot. But yeah, anytime I'm, uh, anytime I'm out, you know, going out to the bar or picking up, you know, parts, supplies, whatever. Yeah, I kind of have to pretend like I'm not, uh, you know, who I am. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I'll just I'll go back to just putting little little grapes from the tray in my face. Um, I'll, I can leave you alone. Okay, thank you. Sorry. No, y- d- you don't have to apologize to me at all. Um, hey hey, uh, where where are the, where are those candles? Let's you know what let's 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 put candles on this cake. How many candles? Uh, hey Sly. hey Doc Doc <laughs> what? How many candles are on your cake? 86. Shut the fuck up. That's too much, man. (laughs) It's it's 30, all right? Man, you are an old piece of shit. Fuck you. Quit drooling all over my food. I can hear you from here. Hey, you know what? I don't have a good comeback, so we're just gonna put candles on your cake. And how about that? Eat that shit. Ooh, oh, oh, you, oh, you got me good there, partner. Oh, reckon Annie, I was a Annie. fool though. <laughs> Annie, it's thirty candles. I'm gonna need help. Okay, just put yeah, three. Yeah, it's it. fine. <laughs> Nothing no, but no. the best. This is a milestone year. Absolutely. It really isn't. <laughs> the big three O? Are you kidding me? Three decades of being a tall piece of shit like you. So instead of writing all of this, I should have just tr- traced a couple gravestones. What was I thinking? Wow! Wow! Dark. That is that is fucked up. <laughs> oh come on! I love gravestones. 
I know, but still. I love still. you too, Sly. Yay. <laughs> Boo, friendship. As Wait. candles are getting put on the cake, Cagney kind of looks up, you know, after conversation has been going, looks up at you, Albion, and says, hey, can I, uh, can we, like, uh, splinter off for a sec? Man, this is my second sidebar of this party. I'm going to have so many of these. Look at me. I'm Mr. Popular. Yeah, we can talk, Keg. Hey, you know, <laughs> small group of friend type parties, this happens. Like, that's that's what these are for, right? I suppose they are. I mean, shit, without any people are talking to me right now, I feel like I might have enough of a group to start a D&D night. I would love that, actually. Um, I, I, I guess... You know what? I'll get to that in a second. Um, first thing, I, just a couple things I wanted to like talk to you about. I guess uh, first one is, uh, it it is Des okay? I am gonna be honest. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Yeah, like I said, I uh, can't turn it off. So well, Des. Uh... When everything ended up shaking out, Des had a lot of preconceived notions come crashing down. And I have wanted to talk to her about it, but I just haven't been able to find the right words. Hmm. Yeah, I can understand how difficult that is. Every time I try to start, it just kind of feels daunting. And I just change the topic, you know? move away from it. Pretend it wasn't what I wanted to talk about in the first place. Yet, um, you, you know, actually, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> what a coincidence, because, uh, I, you know, sometimes I feel that same way about certain conversational topics, uh, and, um, you, you want to bring something up with somebody, uh, that, that you care about, and it's, it's really, Really difficult uh, to, to broach that. And oh man, it's really warm today, isn't it? You know, really nice, really nice out. Like, it, it's, it is a very nice day, Cagney, for you to uh, bring up topics of conversation you've been avoiding with folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just kind of like look at the ground for a moment and uh, are, are sort of like gathering themselves. Uh, and they need to uh, put the, their courage to sticking place and say, I would like to, I mean, go to a D&D &D night sometime, I guess. Like, because the only time that we ever see each other is when I'm, you know, being a, 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 a sort of stand-in therapist for you. And uh, it, is it possible that we could, like, I don't know, uh, uh, cross paths with each other other times than just that? Cagney Moriarty, I would like nothing more than to spend time with you outside of pretending you're my therapist. <sighs> okay, because that's that's great. Because like you're, I, I I've started like thinking of you and and Doctor Cooper Smith more kind of as friends, I guess. I I f I feel the same way. If I'm being honest with you, I feel like um. Maybe a professional relationship between us is is a little bit behind us because I don't think either of us can remain impartial. Oh well, I mean, I, I 
what 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 I mean is that uh, I've you know I I've been talking with Philippa sometimes, uh, and you know it's starting to get to know people. Uh, in, in the paranet, and I, I feel like uh, people that are kind of in the know, I should probably be building up a sort of a, a, you know, more of a group of network of people that I know, uh, uh, that know about stuff. And, you know, outside of just like my school friends, that, and as Cagney's just starting to ramble, uh, they are potentially interrupted by your phone. Your phone is ringing or buzzing. All right, Albion is going to just put a hand on top of Cagney's head and be like, I gotta take this phone call, but we should get lunch sometime. Uh, Cagney just kind of starts to blush a little bit. Albion's face is beat, is also quite red right now. <laughs> Not like, just, you know, friends grabbing sandwiches like friends do answer your I'm phone Albion please shit. <laughs> and I'm gonna answer my phone now <laughs> hey everybody it's Michael your GM your best friend and your hot and tired boy because I do not have the AC installed in my room yet this is a mistake I need to rectify it. Hope you all are doing better than I am in this heat wave. Who boy. I wanted to just take a moment to thank everybody for listening, but also, since it's June, to say happy pride. Because while I may not be LGBTQI or A, uh, at least three other people in this cast are. So I'm terribly outnumbered. And also... Uh, everyone out there, whatever you are, cisgender, transgender, gay, straight, lesbian, don't know yet, not sure, what, anything across the spectrum, you know, asexual, pansexual, whatever it is, you're all valid, you know that? And I love you. So, have yourselves a good pride. And now, a word from our sponsors. I don't personally have any pets, and if I did and it were legal for me to have them uh, in this state, which I don't know if it is, I would have capybaras because I love them so much. They're so freaking cute. Anyway, I would take the best care possible of my capybaras through Chewy. Chewy is a leading online resource for pet supplies of all kinds. Over a thousand brands that you know and love and you can save 30% on your first auto ship order with Chewy, save an extra 5 to 10% on every auto ship order. They got good deals all around, and on top of high quality products and great deals, there's another reason to be excited about getting everything you need for your favorite animal companion, the Disney Collection at Chewy. That's right. This newly launched line is available only at Chewy and offers loyal fans an exciting way to enjoy their favorite characters with furry friends. Like capybaras. Okay, I'll stop. The collection boasts over 400 items inspired by beloved characters and stories from Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel. I mean, I love me that Mandalorian. And, okay, one last time. If I had a capybara or two or more... It would be Mando merch just everywhere for those little guys. This is the way. 
From beds, leashes, collars, and apparel to toys of all shapes and sizes, there is something for every Disney enthusiast. If you are going to pick up some good stuff for your pet and also, I mean, for you, because let's face it, go to bit.ly slash Chewy PPN. That is bit.ly slash C-H-E-W-Y-P-P-N. Thank you so much. And of course, a big thanks to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show for over a year. It's like a year and a half now, and that is just buck wild to me. Always immensely grateful to them for everything they've done and for their other great shows like Sorted, No Dice, and The Ghoul Tank. Just so many cool things to listen to. So much fun stuff. Uh, Cult Classics put out a new episode recently that is, pardon the pun, Buck Wild. So go check that out. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, you can check us out at GMMCast. And uh, I think that Twitter is a hellscape, so be the shining beacon of light for your friends and family in that just scorch wasteland by tweeting about our show with the hashtag GMMCast. It can only make Twitter a better place if you do. I mean, we rely entirely on word of mouth, so, you know, uh, win-win. You can also join the Green Mountain Mysteries Discord server, where we do Jack... Uh, no, not that word, Michael. You're very hot and tired. Try that again. We do uh, Jackbox Party Pack Nights. We've also been playing a fun game called What the Dub, which is another great party game. Uh, links to all of this stuff is in the episode description. I am going to go take a cold shower and then curl up in front of an AC unit and die. Enjoy the rest of the episode! Cinema's hottest podcast is home viewing. What are you doing? This show has everything. Please stop. Blu-rays, DVDs, dog sounds, <sighs> guest this episodes. This isn't working. But you know what does work? Discussing our entire film library week by week in alphabetical order. <sighs> I'm John. And I'm Bethany. And this is Home Viewing. Wednesdays on the Pocket Podcast Network. <clears throat> Howdy. It's Albion. What's up? It's, uh, it's your friend, Agent Pyburn. Hello. Well, howdy-do. What can I do for you? Well, uh, hopefully you can find your way out to a remote part of, you know, bumfuck backwoods and take a look at something for me. I suppose I can make time for that in a few hours. Oh, okay, well that's not going to work, because I'm out here now, and uh, I kind of need the gang. All of us? Yeah, all of you. I'm not entirely sure what <sighs> I'm looking at right now. Alright, give, give me a little bit. They just started cutting the cake, I think, and uh, we don't want to kick everyone out too early, but we'll be there as soon as possible. Yeah, uh, tell Sly that I said happy birthday and hurry the fuck up. <laughs> I will say it in not those words. <laughs> Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will We'll see you soon, there, agent. As you all are, uh, you know, cutting the cake and such, Albion does come inside i assume that you've pushed wes in with you as well yes he is still making motorcycle noises as, as he goes yes 
Uh, you I, I feel be. like as he stops, he goes. <laughs> you hear you hear a just lupine sigh from uh, Phoebe from behind you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey guys, um, I hate to cut the party short, but uh, let's all get some cake in us, and then um, unfortunately, uh, Des Sylvester Rowe and I we need to uh hit the road for some business. Just came up. Uh, what if I say no? If you say no, I can't stop you, but I cannot promise that our friend Pyburn will feel the same. Pyburn's there? <sighs> yeah, I, now I really don't want to go. Yeah, me neither. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Des gives the first slice to Sylvester, then the second slice to Annie. Yay. Sly eats that cake like a gentleman, but he's also eating it really fast. <laughs> <laughs> A fast gentleman. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> do we do we really all have to go? I mean, like, I could stay behind and clean the kitchen or something. I think it might need to be all of us. But Des will be there and you know we have your back. Always. And I will fuck him up. He will fuck him up. He will beat the shit out of him with his feet. Yes. <laughs> John. Yes, I will. Uh, John looks between a couple of people, uh, looks between the other wolves and says, Annie, why don't you take, why don't you take Wes home? Why don't, uh, Phoebe, why don't you and I head out that way with them? And, uh, whether or not Des wants to go is up to her. How about that? That sounds fine. Des? I mean, if everyone's going, I, I guess I can go too. If you're okay. not hey, Des? comfortable. Uh, Albion's got to look over his shoulder at Cagney and then just kind of sigh. Des, can we talk uh, outside real quick before while everyone else gets ready? Um, well, let's, I... Let's talk there... over cake. Uh, okay. You, you, you don't have to if you don't want it. I mean, we can have cake outside. That's fine. Yeah. All right, guys, let's enjoy some cake and then get our game faces on. Hopefully we'll be back in time for more ass kickings and smash. And he's going to walk outside with um. And if Des follows him, then they will talk. Yeah, no, she'll follow him. Now, Des. I, um, I have been struggling to, uh, bring this up for a bit, but, um, you ain't been right since, uh, things broke bad with Marcus. And, uh, since Beaumont was involved in that. Look, things haven't been right for even longer than that. And I'm just only now beginning to realize that. I know. So, uh, uh, if you have anything you need to just get out of your system, I'm a tough son of a bitch. I can take it. Just vent, lay it on me. I got you. <laughs> Albion, I'm just... There's something that I I have to find out. And it's best if I find out alone, but I'm just... I'm scared. I think we all are. I think that, uh... We've got some, uh... Some unity in that. Uh, okay. And if you, you need to follow this... This whole line of discovery alone... I respect that, but 
you know you don't have to go through what you're dealing with without us, right? You're the one who told me this is what family does for each other. Yeah, um... Uh, okay, so you're not ready to talk, it's fine. But I'm sorry, I keep talking over you, go ahead. Well, you... You saw him, and you, you know what's... What's attached to my head, so, um... I'm not even sure if I should talk to you or not. Like, it seems like the more that it gets shared, the worse my life gets. And it... Uh, back when we were working with... When we were fighting the body snatcher and we... Uh, Jack collected on some of his debt. On some of my debt. What happened? I don't know what happened. I... I was suspended in nothingness. It, I couldn't feel anything. I, and it, and then when I came back, not even a second had gone by. No time hadn't moved, and he said it was a fraction, albeit a fraction. And now I, I'm scared about. I'm scared. I don't have a future. He's just going to keep making me get more and more debt, and I don't know what his plan is. So you were basically looking at a dead woman. You know, because either, either Mr. Jack comes calling one day, or Jeff the Beaumont cuts off my head. I'm dead. So, not having a good time. I'm going to promise you a couple things right now the first of those things is that we are not gonna let jack get away with this bullshit we're gonna find a way i don't care how we're gonna find a way to rip that some bitch out of your head i know what we're dealing with with him and i don't know how to stop him yet but i will the second thing i'm gonna promise you is that Warden Joseph Beaumont is not going to cut off your head. And what about I this know. afternoon? Hmm? Am I going to get shot in the head by Agent Pyburn? Pyburn's not going to shoot you. She kind of just goes white, then she goes, oh crap. Is that what he threatened back when you went off to talk to him alone? I don't know really how I left... That sandwich shop alive, Albion? Well, I should confess that I absolutely did sort of suss out that he, uh, was unkind, and I definitely threatened him. Either way, I... I don't want to interact with Piper at all, if we're gonna go and if I have to go. You don't have to do anything, Des. Okay. You don't have to go. Well, there is one thing that I have to do, and I have to make nice with Mr. Jack. Fuck He's made it very clear what happens if I don't listen to him anymore. And I don't really know what that means. So Neither I'm just, I. I'm scared, Albion. I know. I know you are. I am too. She's going to actually um, give Albion a big, tight hug, and she's kind of trembling a bit. Albion just holds her. Just runs a hand up and down her back. We ain't gonna let you down. I don't deserve a friend like you. You know, it's funny. I was thinking the same thing. 
Now, Thank the you other thing. Thank you for being my friend. Always. Now, I never really talked to you about what happened when I looked inside Beaumont's head. Why are we still talking about Beaumont? Because you're still upset about him. You said you thought he was going to kill you. So, I would like to um smooth over a couple notions with him. What does it matter? He hates me. How do you think he hates you? He said that I didn't understand him. Well, we didn't. And now I understand him a little better. If it helps, you should talk to him. You should, uh, maybe do what I did, look in his eyes so that you can, uh, see for yourself that he doesn't hate us. The thing about him is, he has been in a world that not only wants him dead, or wanted him dead during the war, but he has basically the entire weight of the White Council on his shoulders. Now, I don't understand what that's like. I ain't beholden to them, and I'm fucking thankful for that. But those are people who are... I mean, you saw how scared Marcus was of them. Marcus wasn't afraid of shit when we were with him. No. They terrify him. Now, imagine they're your boss. And you just found out that someone you are expected to trust is someone your boss would want you to kill. Pretty much just on site, no trial, nothing. It doesn't make sense to me, Albion. The thing of it is, in spite of that, Beaumont put his neck out for Marcus. For us. What he's doing right now, with uh, willing to take Marcus on as his apprentice, that just doesn't put it's not, that's not just Marcus getting a second chance. That is putting Beaumont's own ass on the line. His head on the line. No, that's not what I don't understand. He, he also knows about Mr. Jack. He actually is the one who got Pyburn to go. So he saved my life. But if that's really what he believes about Marcus, then why didn't he just... Cut off my head in the sandwich shop. Why, why did... Why didn't he just kill me at the Four Corners? I'm just a ticking time bomb about to go off at any time. Because he, like me, wants to help you. I suspect. I've seen inside the guy's head. I know the kind of pressure he's under, but I also know a little more of the nature of the man he is. So, I might not be able to 100% speak on his behalf, but... He didn't cut your head off because he believes that we can fix this. Probably. Are you done with your plate? I'm gonna go back inside now. Hey, Des? Yeah? If you need to stay behind, it's fine. But if you go, you don't have to talk to him. I will definitely interpose. That's all that I'm asking for. Just, I don't want to interact with him. I told him I didn't want to see him again after that. I'll make it very clear where the boundaries are. And Sylvester will kick him, if he crosses them. <laughs> He's a fast one. I warn you. So she's going to take his plate and she's going to go inside. Okay. As you make your way inside, uh, first thing is you get a wall of compliments about the deliciousness of your cake. <laughs> and it is followed by John looking at you and saying, Hey, so we were thinking, um, 
there's a lot to do around the farm, and uh, Annie's kind of heading back with Wes, and, well, there's some sensitive stuff that does need to get done there, uh, and really, you know, kind of quickly, so, like, Wes can't really take care of that stuff, so uh, maybe, maybe you go with them and help out around the farm till we get back? Yes. Yeah, we- oh, 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 okay. I thought you were going to have to think about it, but, uh, uh, yeah, um, we would really appreciate the help, so, uh, thank you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Albie, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with the, the pack, actually. That sounds good. Yeah. Albion, you, you do have a text yep. notification from Pyburn, of course. Yep. He's telling you where to go which is to meet him at the Stowe Mountain Resort. So the bulk of you, I assume, pile in to, what is it, uh, Sly's car? Yeah. Awesome. And you head, you make your way out to Stowe Mountain Resort, which uh, is also on Mount Mansfield, is on the east flank of Mount Mansfield. It turns out uh, when you get there that that's actually the mountain that you are more concerned with, uh, is Mount Mansfield. When you when you get there, Pyburn meets you and takes note of who is there with you kind of looks at John and Phoebe and says, uh, do I, uh, do I know them? I don't think you've met. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, someone want to tell me who these folks are? You don't just already know, Mr. Spook? That's no fun if I already know. Can I at least pretend that I have some secrets? Ah, fair enough. Anybody can make an empathy roll on, on that if they really want. What's the target? Uh, in this case, it is a five. I'm not getting that. I'm not spending a fate point on that. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I will leave it to my friends here to introduce themselves. Uh, hi, I'm John. This is Phoebe. We're, uh, we're farmers. <laughs> oh, I should mention, um, y'all, he's a vampire. He's in the know. Oh, well, okay. Uh, hi, um... I'm a werewolf, and Phoebe, I am one of those also. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, it's making a bit more sense why you've got a couple of hayseeds uh, than with traveling with you. Okay. Hey, what's cool. wrong with hayseeds? I said what I said. Anyway, uh, we kind of have to head up Mount Mansfield. We've got a bit of a hiking trail uh, area that we've tried to sort of surreptitiously cordon off, try to get people to not exactly hike that way, let's just say. Y'all, uh, is everybody ready for a hike? Uh, sure. I just ate a bunch of cake. She did just eat a bunch of cake. Oh, yeah, birthday cake. Makes sense. And it that was very, why very up. good cake, too. It really was. Yeah. Bet it was. Good enough to make you guys kind of late. A little frustrated, but, you know, <sighs> what can you do? Anyway... Uh, we're gonna be taking a quick drive up to, uh, up to the nose, and we're gonna hike along the ridge toward the chin, so, uh, follow me. I believe we do. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Guess we're hiking today. It's a it's a decent day for it. So anybody who wants to can make, I guess I would call this a scholarship role. Anybody who thinks they would have a reason to know anything about the history of this particular mountain. Uh <laughs> that's that's sure all. Sure not me. <laughs> not me, for sure. I mean Fair enough. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. The one person who would be equipped, uh had a gun pointed into her face by the man asking. She's yeah, taking so a break. Fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> That's valid. So uh, the there it is a toll road, uh, which is steep and mostly unpaved, with several hairpin turns to get to the nose. So you know, bit of a fun drive up there. But fortunately, Sly is very capable. Yeah. And it's also a it's a popular road to travel. So like you're fine. Yeah. As you meet up by the nose, you start to see that there is uh, there is a lot of antenna equipment up there. There are several transmitter towers that you can visibly see up in that particular part of the mountain, which, of course, makes sense. So, you know, if you've been around here for a while, that there are some popular hiking trails and... One of these trails hikes along the ridge of the mountain to a place called the Chin. You realize now that you are hiking there from the nose because apparently the mountain looks kind of like a face. So as you start making your way toward uh, the Chin on that hiking trail, Pyburn uh, is explaining the situation to you uh, and says, yeah, so we had a couple of interesting calls that we needed to follow up on. And uh, unfortunately, you folks were the most qualified in the area to follow up on that with with me. So great. Happy to see you. So, you know, that scene in Men in Black where they uh, they pop open like the National Enquirer to find, uh, you know, stories about like UFOs and whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I ain't yeah. necessarily into that scene. Yeah. Well, I'm not into that scene either, and uh, they they definitely got that detail wrong. It was it was a joke, you know. No one in the government checks out those kinds of shit rags to try to find leads on potential weirdness. That'd be insane. We listen to Art Bell on Coast to Coast AM. Do any of you know about this particular radio program? No. What the fuck are you talking about? Coast to Coast AM is a uh, has been on the air for decades, and it is uh, it's basically a a call in radio show for tales of the paranormal and the supernatural uh, and people talking about their experiences with them. So it's it's weird. It's freaky stuff. And it's hosted by Art Bell, who, you know, is willing to listen to people talk about their probably not real experiences with uh with an open ear he may or may not believe it so um any of you that are in character familiar with that would know that uh you know this is the kind of program that this is they they now do podcasts and stuff because it's the modern age but uh Pyburn explains yeah uh, cranks call in on that show and talk about you know weird paranormal bullshit and uh some of us in the FBI like to keep an ear to the ground for some of that that, you know, maybe would have 
cause to suspect that some of this stuff that, you know, is otherwise like nonsense, you know, nonsense UFO sighting stuff might be, yeah, maybe there's a little credence to one thing or another. Yes. Yeah, so uh, apparently uh, the other night there was uh, somebody hiking along this trail here and they saw something that they couldn't explain. And uh, uh, what? how did she put it? She put it something like, it was like I was looking into another world, some alien world that I didn't recognize. And she's hiked this trail a bunch, so, you know. Anyway, did a way I didn't open? really... What's that? Did a way open? I mean, I don't know necessarily what's going on. That's kind of why I asked you. But uh, we did get another kind of weird sounding thing. Somebody else called in not too far away having a similar experience, actually. Which, we could have dismissed just one of them, but two people having something strange happen to them not too far away from Burlington? <sighs> well, we gotta check that out, unfortunately. So, we're gonna check this one out first, because it's a little more, uh, shall we say, populated. I would like to actually make a roll real quick on something completely different. What's that? This is just me speculating on something. Mm -hmm. Um, this mountain... That looks like it has a face. Was this mountain in the skyline when we were fighting the monsters by the by the meth shack? It uh, it would be. It's it's not that far away. Is this the mountain that I thought I saw move? I guess make me. I think to recall. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this. Let's call it a retroactive alertness roll. Your target is gonna be a three to sort of access your memory for that. That is a five. Okay. You don't believe that this is the mountain that you saw move. This this looks like it's in the correct place. And anytime that you can sort of compare it against the skyline in your mind uh, to other times you've looked at it, this is right where it ought to be. So you you feel pretty confident that this is not that. Huh. All right. That was a theory that I can toss in the garbage can. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it was good to ask. Your theories are trash. Right. So, do we have the exact spot where they uh thought this happened? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, once we realized that there was more than one report of some sort of weird thing happening, we picked the uh, let's say, more important of the two to go to, and we did scope it out. And as I said earlier, we've been trying to divert people maybe away from this part of the trail subtly, you know. Not too obviously like, hey, we're the FBI and don't go this way. That just makes people ask questions. Yeah, we don't want that. Um, is this a spot where it happened? No, no, that's, it's still a couple minutes away. So, uh, hey, hopefully you're all in good shape for a hike. Oh, absolutely. John and Phoebe are very clearly in good shape for a hike. They, they don't even look winded at this point. They're just taking a nature walk. Uh, how is Ro doing? Ro is exhausted. She's full of cake and chips and doesn't want to be there. And she's worried about Dez. And she's just kind of like mumbling to herself as they do their dumb thing. <laughs> and Sly, how are you feeling? Pretty good. Still kind of <laughs> pissed that, you know, we got dragged all the way the fuck over here for some horse shit. But, you know, feeling, feeling, feeling pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> All I'm right. not mad um, or anything. It's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay. Fucking bullet sucker, motherfucker, spooky ass cocksucker, bitch. <laughs> I I would like to uh, have everyone make me a quick endurance roll uh, as you've been, you know, doing a little bit of active hiking along the ridge. Uh, the endurance roll is a one. However, uh, you do, row have a tag that I'm going to apply to you, uh, a temporary aspect <laughs> oh, no. of full of cake. Full of cake. <laughs> okay. So oh, that, no. that will give you a minus two on this particular endurance roll. Oh, no. <sighs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> so Ro is dead. Yeah. Oh, no. Ro rolled a negative three. Play where it lies. I will tell so... you that this is not this is not for anything like you're gonna fall off the mountain. No. No, this is just this is just the fact that you are hiking and you're maybe not super duper in shape and also have a ton of cake in you. Yeah, I have carry laid down. Ro. I lay okay. down on the path. <laughs> Ro is in great shape. Ro used to break into buildings and scale them. Yeah, she's reformed now. It's been four months at least. She's full of cake and very tired. Yeah, everything goes to shit that quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm just resenting Honestly, Michael saying that Ro's not in the best shape. Anyway, can well, I carry Ro? I mean, you can. Look, please. Ro, you just you're just dealing with some cramps right now, so you're just slowing up the group. Uh, is hey, the... <laughs> I've endurance four and I rolled like a seven. I can carry Ro. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, kick <laughs> cramps and a piggyback ride. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Okay, yeah. this will obviously right, this cause the... this will this will have an impact on future endurance rolls should you need to roll them. <laughs> but for now, I love that you're working around this to not slow down the group because you did roll fabulously so i'll give that to you yeah you could just leave me there but i'll take a piggyback you, ride if you make any yoda jokes i'll drop you i i rolled the five because <laughs> endurance is one of my good stats but i almost never use it okay you are able to continue moving at the pace of your white court vampire in front of you who does not seem to be too bothered by all this and Taken up the rear, you have your werewolf and wolfware friends who are also uh, keeping keeping up good pace without too much uh, worry. And that's when you eventually, after a few minutes, make it to a kind of sharp bend in the trail with some some trees sort of covering that particular bend. So you can't super see through uh until you make your way around um it's a bit of an odd formation in the ridge but as you round that corner it's weird it's definitely a weird looking place uh now it does not conform to the rest of the mountain what you're looking at is a patch of ground where the colors are not the same as what you have been looking at. The brown dirt is basically just a pale kind of whitish color. You can feel, as you get closer to it, this unnatural kind of chill in the air. And it just, it looks like this is stuck in a state of just like permanent frost but only for at most an acre. 
I would like everyone to make a lore roll real quick. Your oh. target is going to be a... I'm going to say your target is going to be a, a four row. I'm going to give you a different uh, scene aspect on this one. Because as you start approaching this, that chill in the air feels unpleasantly familiar. And Ew. it it makes you feel something deep inside of you on an instinctual level that you cannot fully consciously understand. So you are going to have a scene tag of a scene aspect uh, put on you for a bonus two on this particular lore role of just, I have a bad feeling about this. Okie donkey. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> is it Albion's turn to roll bad? Yep. Yep. I rolled a three. Negative Bitchin'. one. Also negative Amazing. one. Awesome. Damn. Uh, I got Ro, eight points wanna... more anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. Uh, Ro, <laughs> do you want to mm -hmm. spend a fate point on this? I'm going to. Um, I would assume that half-manic, half-pixie thief girl. Actually, no. Wait. Yes. Half-manic, half-pixie thief girl. I am a, a worm baby, and I am not warm anymore, and I know this feeling, uh, because of my blood. I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ro, you have been through ways to the never-never before. A few months back, a few weeks back, multiple times, you, you know, in the library, you've stepped through a way into the never-never to talk to the librarian on a couple occasions. You went through a way that was opened up by uh, Fendra Lilu to get to Oklahoma City. You went through one, again, opened by Fendra to get you back to Dez's place. This does not feel like any of those times. Anytime you've had a way opened, it's a relatively small tear in the veil of reality between our reality and the never-never. This does not look or feel that way. Okay. Something about this is different. I mentioned that to the group, I guess. Agent Pyburn looks at the group and says, I understand that uh, sometimes, you know, you maybe have more experience with traveling through whatever other, you know, worlds exist. Sure, I haven't had the chance to do that myself. Is this, uh, is this what that looks like? Kinda. This is, this is different. Um, I I don't know what that means, though. I was, yeah, because I was about to ask, what do you mean, different? Um, just, diff it's, it's not how it should be. There, there's something wrong here. Phoebe steps past you, just mouth open, and she walks into that space. And when she sets foot upon the frozen ground in front of her uh, you see 
you see the hair on her body just stand, stand up. All the hackles raise, and she, she walks back across and says, I, I went home. That is home. What? And from this little region, you suddenly hear an impossible to miss noise, some cracking of underbrush, and there is a shape moving in the background of this place. It's making a lot of noise, and that noise is getting closer and closer to the group. And Phoebe just says, We need to run. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.